Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is at your service on News Talk 1120 KMOX. My name is Mike Elam, sitting in tonight. Happy St. Patrick's Day Eve to you. I, I guess, is there like a, a St. Patrick's Day Eve tradition like there is on Christmas Eve where you put like little potatoes in the kids' shoes? Is that is that how that works? I don't think that's a thing. Is it, Matt? That's probably not a thing. No, no what actually you do is uh, you leave a pint of Guinness out for uh, St. Pat, and he comes by at night and drinks up your Guinness. Oh, I wish my kids would have had that when I was younger. That would have been a great idea. Where were you when I needed? Well, you're younger than my kids, so it wouldn't have helped me. But that's a great idea. See, that's why Matt is here, to come up with wonderful, creative ideas. God knows I need the help somehow. Somebody needs to give me some sort of good ideas. You know, when I go for good ideas, I try to look for people that are smarter than me. The good news is that's not hard to do. And luckily, the guy that I'm about to introduce you to is one of those people. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to the Executive Director of Vision St. Charles County Leadership, Mr. Mark Hollander. Mark, how are you, sir? Amazing, my friend. How are you doing tonight? You know, I'm better now that that you are here. It's great to talk to you. I really appreciate you taking the time today, especially because I know this is Vision Day and this has probably been a very long day for you, hasn't it? Very long day. Started bright and early this morning, picking up breakfast and getting it out to uh, the um, county uh, job center is where we held our day today. And But it's been a, a very good and, and uh, wonderful day with all of our participants in the program today. But yes, you're right, a long day, but nonetheless, a great chance to be able to chat with you. So I don't mind a bit. So there's a lot of stuff that I want to talk with you about, but I I have to start because it is Vision Day. Uh, for folks who may not be familiar with Vision Leadership St. Charles County, can you give them a little bit about what is Vision? What's it all about? Yeah, the program actually began in 1998 as a kind of a, a young professionals organization, but it's really evolved into a, a program now on an annual basis where we take applications from participants from all different areas of leadership throughout our county um, to be able to apply and then participate in a nine-month program where we spend one full business day each month together um, discovering how the community works and how the county works together. Um, Economic Development Day, Tourism Day, County Government Day, First Responders, 
um, education and media day, those kind of things. But we concentrate on those topics to help people to be able to get better acclimated as to how the community works and then how to get better involved and connected wherever their passions might be, whether that's a, a chamber of commerce, um, a civic organization, a nonprofit organization, whatever it might be. But it just helps people understand how the community works and then allows them to plug in. So when I said today was Vision Day, what I meant was today is the day where you actually learned about the class's projects, right? And they got the exactly. opportunity to pitch those? Exactly. Yeah. Our, at the beginning of the program year, which begins in August, uh, each of the, the class participants chooses a project to work on, something that they feel that um, that needs to be fixed or worked on or improved within the community. And today was the day when uh, six of those groups gathered together and then made their presentations to show the progress that they had made on each of these different class projects. What kind of creative projects did you get from the class this year? Oh, we had a, a group that is working together to put a playground together at a, um, a foster care center here in St. Charles. FAST is the, uh, the acronym for the Foster and Adoption um, Center here in St. Charles. Yeah, great organization. Great group, but they're working together to develop and put a playground into their facility and on their property. We had another group that was working with um, the Community Living Incorporated, an organization that works with uh, developmentally disabled adults, working on uh, a program to to provide them with um, an event that that could be replicatable. Um, and then um, to do that kind of as a, as a fundraiser for them. And a couple others that were out there as well. Again, great, great groups that were um, trying to, again, build something up to be able to impact the community. How long have you been executive director now? This is my seventh year now. Wow, already seven years. Um, it goes by quickly, but a it, lot of fun. It, it does go by quickly. So um, next class is going to start filling up when? application process is actually open now. Um, we just opened the application portal just a few days ago, um, but it's now um, ready to go for anyone that either lives or works within St. Charles County to apply into the program. And we'll then do uh, the application process through early to mid-June and then do our interview session and then choose and name our class then late um, in July. And then our program here begins in August. Great program. I encourage anybody in St. Charles County, or you don't have to be from St. Charles County to go through Vision, do you? Just have to live or work in the community. Have to have some stake in the community. Some stake in the community. So if if you do, highly encourage you to check out the program. It is fantastic. Also, highly encourage you to head down to Frenchtown and check out La Bella V, named the best breakfast restaurant by St. Louis Magazine, correct? I am still um, in disbelief, but it has been a, a crazy ride, but I, but amazing. Yes, it named recently about, uh, about a month and a half or so ago now, and it has been a, a, a wonderful ride for us. So you and your lovely wife, Melissa, uh, who own that restaurant, you how long have you guys been open now? Now two and a half years. We opened in September of 2020. Wow, it seems like you just opened that place, but it's already been two and a half years. And obviously, when you get named as the best breakfast place in the city of St. Louis, and there are a lot of really good breakfast places around here, and a guy my size would know that because I've sampled quite a few of them, uh, especially yours. You have a fantastic omelet that I get every time I'm there. I keep wanting to get something different for breakfast, 
But I like that so much. I just have to and keep coming back to it. Once you find something you like, that is fine. It, it just kind of works that way. But um, you guys have had a, a fantastic time. I know there was a big event that happened down in Frenchtown uh, for Mardi Gras. And you guys had a, a huge day then because you and I ended up emceeing um, the community living event later on. I don't know why. Whenever I talk to you, it seems to be when you're just in the middle of the longest day ever. So uh, I, I guess we just have that in common. But tomorrow, I'm expecting, is going to be another huge day for you guys. We're excited. I know with uh, the St. Patrick's Day Parade that will be actually down on Main Street, a little bit south of us. It actually is going to start down at the the uh, Lewis and Clark Boathouse and then come down Main Street. It won't come all the way into Frenchtown, but we'll still definitely see some of the business and, and uh, rollover from a lot of the individuals that will be down there and who will come down and then share breakfast with us or lunch tomorrow. Do you know what time the parade starts? I think it's 10 o'clock. Now, I'm not positive about that, but I think it's 10 o'clock. Well, everybody always ends up down at Frenchtown because that's where you have the best parties. So it's it's going to end up in North Main, and then it's going to spill out into Frenchtown. Uh, I know right across the street from you is Good News Brewery, a uh, great place there. Um, and I know uh, our friend Ed Akers is going to have a lot of local 636 apparel that is going to be available uh, tomorrow all down there. But I wanted to talk to you about one other thing that you have going on. You have decided to throw your hat in the ring and to to join government. I, I thought you would have watched me long enough to say, it's probably not something I want to do. But God love you. You are running for city council in the city of St. Charles, aren't you? Yes, I'm Ward 2 city council member. It's something that uh, I have really wanted to do for a long time and, and get involved in in some type of political office. I didn't know if that would be at a state level, county level, city level. But now that the cafe has been up and running over the course of the past couple of years and seeing a lot of things taking place in St. Charles City, it's something that I really wanted to do and uh, have a great opportunity now. I'm looking forward to the next 19 days moving forward and until the April 4th election. You're, you're down at the final stretch, man. So you're, you're ready to run to get down to there. Uh, so you're a St. Charles guy, aren't you? Yes, sir. Yeah, I am uh, born and bred St. Charles City and actually fifth generation St. Charles City. And I've lived here my whole life and been a great opportunity to uh, to again serve um, in a in a little bit of a different way that my um, my my great grandfather, my grandfather, my father, all who also served in different capacities here in in town. Um, looking forward to continuing that tradition, the family tradition. You know, I, I had lunch today with Mike Klinghammer, who is the economic development director for the city of St. Charles. And mm-hmm. Mike and I used to serve together on St. Charles County Council, and he used to tell me, "You're not really St. Charles until you're third generation St. Charles." Because <laughs> I guess he was sixth, then you're fifth. And uh, you're the names that you see on the streets. Hollander is definitely a legendary name in the city of of St. Charles. So um, where do you see the city going and and what's kind of your vision of where you think things need to go? Maybe a better question for the city of St. Charles. Well, I've, I've lived here my whole life and I've seen, you know, the explosion that's taken place here all across St. Charles County. And when I was growing up, St. Charles City was the big booming metropolis, and and people were moving into St. Charles City. And over the past um, couple of decades, we've watched that expansion continue into St. Peter's, O'Fallon, Wentzville, and now even beyond. And what I would love to see with St. Charles is that 
it become again a, a a vibrant city. Its average age in St. Charles City is is about fifty, and so the uh, the the age has definitely moved up. I don't want to see us become just a retirement community. Would love to see continued development and expansion. And I know the River Point development, Frenchtown being another area where we can see additional development. There are a lot of opportunities I think all across the city that would bring in not only some additional commercial development and tourism, but also be able to bring in different amenities that would attract younger families back into our community as well. And love to see a, a good mix of those kind of things that would be, bring St. Charles right back into that. Well, I just found out that the parade is at 4 o'clock tomorrow, and thanks to Mike Summer for, for letting me know about that. You never know where those St. Charles people are going to pop up from, but but keep us on track. So Mike said the parade is at 4 tomorrow, and I'm sure it's going to end up down at La Bella V and Good News Brewery in Frenchtown, because uh, like I said, that's where the best people hang out. Uh, and it's proven by St. Louis Magazine says so, right? Yes, absolutely. But welcome anybody back into the French town. We will be closed by four o'clock, but heck, we may keep the doors open to be able to do that. That may be where you pregame from. So head down there to French town, pregame there, and then go catch up uh, with the parade at four o'clock. Uh, Mark Hollander, thank you very much for spending some time with us tonight here at At Your Service. I'm sure uh, April 4th is going to be here before you know it, and I wish you the, the very best in your election. Congratulations on wrapping up a very long day, and thank you for all you do for St. Charles County. We really appreciate you. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for the chance to be on with you guys. I appreciate it. That is Mark Hollander. You know, it's good to talk to those folks who just give back. And uh, he's a guy who is always doing something to make the community better. Thanks for Mike Summer uh, for letting me know that 4 o'clock is when the parade starts. I'm that guy that would have showed up at 10. You know, that's that's just how it goes. Thank God I have people like Mike to keep me on, on track. Speaking of keeping on track, a guy who I'm on county council with is Matt Swanson. Matt is also a middle school teacher, but he attended an event that happened earlier tonight at the St. Louis or St. Charles Family Arena. It was an election integrity event. What does that mean? We'll find out on the other side. My name is Mike Elam. This is At Your Service. Thanks for listening to News Talk 1120 KMOX. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hey, Jealousy. You gotta love that song. 
Hey, it's At Your Service. My name is Mike Elam. Thanks for hanging out tonight. I'm guessing if you're listening right now, that's because you're either your black, your bracket blew up today, or you're just not into college basketball. Other than that, I have no idea why you'd be listening. I'm just kidding. Um, it's been a great evening so far. It's funny, every time I get to fill in, the time just goes so fast. You're thinking it's two hours. Boy, this is this is going to take a while. And then you look up and you go, we got a half hour left. And then this, this baby's put to bed. So uh, it's always fun to hang out. I'm a really happy camper because my Arkansas Razorbacks won today. Uh, congratulations to the Missouri Tigers. They won today. And because of the big upset, uh, I really like Mizzou's chances to make it to the Sweet 16. So that could be really good. I uh, wanted to introduce you to one of my fellow county council members. He was elected last year, took office in uh, January. He is the county council member for St. Charles County District 1. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome Mr. Matt Swanson? How are you, sir? Doing well. I think the luck of the Irish are with a lot of basketball teams right now, and there's some fans who are crying over their brackets. Well, you know, our county executive is one who is probably not crying at all because his Furman University pulled a big upset today, and it's the first time that Furman has been in the tournament in 42 years. So going back to when Steve was playing for Furman back in the 70s that they actually made the tournament, they had a 10-year stretch where they made it almost every year. But it's been 42 years, so I know Steve is very excited. I don't think most anybody picked that Furman, except for my present company who's sitting with me right now. He did pick Furman, so that was that was very good. Mr. Swanson, you have had a very interesting evening, I'm going to guess. Is that a safe assumption? Absolutely, and I tell you what, we had a wonderful turnout at St. Charles Family Arena tonight. I would estimate probably 70 to 80 people showed up to uh, listen to experts talk about how we can make our elections more secure. So tell us a little bit about this event and um, who was there and and give us kind of the lowdown of, of what happened tonight. Well, I think one of the biggest concerns that everybody has is, are our elections secure? Can we actually trust what is occurring? And I'm a history teacher, American history specifically, and, and, you know, I know a little bit about how elections have happened in the past, how we moved into the technical age. We use voting machines. And, of course, then we get into corruption because people, these machines can be hacked by people and all. So with that being said, what can we do to prevent it? How do we move forward? How do we ensure that people believe the results are real? Presidential elections are obviously completely different, and we can run down that rabbit hole with uh, Electoral College. And I'm sure you and I can have a long talk about Electoral College, good, bad, and everything else. I've only got but a half hour, Matt, before I'm out of here. That's, you know, <laughs> and that's where I, I really have to say these guys present some really unique information, but specifically for St. Charles County, which is different than St. Louis County. We have two different styles. We are still paper ballot in St. Charles County. We have tabulators that run our ballots through. The ballots are always maintained. They can be recounted. We do spot checks and all. St. Louis County, different story. So it will be interesting moving forward where the Missouri State Legislature moves to which side do we want to go for. And I think I know where I'm at, and I don't know where you are, but I like paper ballots. I like being able to fill in those bubbles and know that there is a hard copy of how I voted. I like how we do elections in St. Charles County. 
And I understand that Kurt Barr was actually supposed to be there tonight. Did Kurt make an appearance? Yes, he did. And tomorrow morning, they will also be having another meet and greet with these election experts who are going to talk about cybersecurity. And Mark will, or uh, sorry, Kurt will be there tomorrow as well. I think it's over at Gingham's tomorrow morning. Oh, speaking of great breakfast places, Gingham's is another one. Um, so, and of course, you would know all the great breakfast places, as you alluded to in the previous segment. You know, Matt, you don't build a body like this by pushing away early, right? It's always good to make sure that you taste test thought, for the citizens of St. Charles were... County so that they can have a great, nutritious, and safe meal. I thought you were more of a lunch guy. I didn't know you were a breakfast guy. I don't discriminate. You know, I, I'm an equal opportunity eater. Uh, I like to make sure that breakfast starts well and it starts your day well. And then you go from there to a very nutritious lunch. Today, I had lunch at a new place in Main Street, St. Charles, called Savor. And I highly recommend that you go check it out. It's a, it's a new place. Hasn't been there very long. They have some truffle fries that are to die for. So, highly encourage you to get down. Check out Savor. Uh, that's going to be fantastic. Obviously, go to La Bella Vie because they were voted as the best breakfast place. But I, I digress, and I, I want to get back to your evening. So tell me about the speakers who were there tonight. I believe there were two groups who were supposed to be presenting tonight. Can you tell me a little bit about those groups? Yeah, so each individual had uh, one was a Democrat who was speaking tonight along yeah, I mean, totally. He's a Democrat. He didn't like what happened. He's coming from Florida. Remember the good old days of hanging Chad down in Florida? I do remember those. That's where he really got involved, and he didn't feel that the election was right. And, of course, whenever an election occurs and it doesn't go your way, you want to scream foul and all. And he explained what happened and how he got involved and all. The other individual was from, I do believe, Alabama. And he explained his point of view of what was going on and how things need to occur and change as well. The big thing of the takeaway that we got tonight was that people need to be involved. And at the local level, we need to see what's going on at the state level that's being pushed down to us. And as you and I both know, as elected officials, you know, I did some time at, at the local municipal level. You've been at the county level much longer than I. Sometimes we're just told, you know, this is what it is and we need to vote on it. And they really pushed us to start talking about why. Of course, this is going to bring in to the Secretary of State and figure out, you know, what's going on there. Who, who's actually in charge? And they got into a lot of technical jargon, and I'll put it that way. And I think that shoots over a lot of our heads. We want our elections to feel secure. They gave us some stats that uh, in this last election, 80% of Republicans felt that it was unfair. 70% of the Democrats felt it was unfair. We, we're torn apart as a, a country on elections, and it all depends on did your guy win or not. Did they have an idea of, of how to build integrity? into the election process? Their main goal is to go back to ballot counting by hand and having a video over top. And as an individual is counting, whoever got it, you press a little um, button and then it highlights up that this person got one vote, two votes, three votes as it goes through. So you could always review the footage. They did also state that they have basically compared it against a computer. And hand counting is almost as efficient time ways as digital. 
and I didn't get an opportunity to talk to them afterwards about this because you guys, we all know, everybody who's listening, when we look at a ballot, there are so many issues on the ballot. How do we manage that? And I'm all about application. How do you do it? How do you actually figure out when we have 15 things on the ballot, how do we calculate that? Are we doing it one ballot question at a time? And then going back through those three, 400, the other thing that all ballots should be counted at the precinct versus bringing it back to the election authority. Did they have a particular reason as to why it should be done there? Those individuals are most tied to it. But we both know in St. Charles County, we have a lot of areas that don't have very good Wi-Fi. Right. And hopefully we can get better Wi-Fi. I don't know. Do you know somebody who's in charge of that? Or can you know, I've heard uh, this company, I3 Broadband, is actually building fiber broadband all across St. Louis metropolitan area and specifically in St. Charles County. But I digress. Tell boy, me, Was that a softball thrown across the plate there on that one or not? I don't if, know. If you want to uh, set me up on others, I'm more than happy to knock those out of the park. I'm here all night. Well, at least until okay. 10. Absolutely. So what's the best waffle place in St. Charles County? <laughs> I don't know waffles. Finish this story about elections. So it, here's here's my thing, okay? I like a paper ballot. I agree with you. I like coloring in the bubbles. It makes me feel good. I feel like I actually did something. I don't want to go to voting on a computer. Um, I like having the ballot and filling that in. I do not have a problem, however, with using scanners to count the ballots. Because my feeling is whenever you introduce the human element into it, it's going to, A, slow it down. I don't, I, I don't believe that these people say it's just as fast. I don't see how that's possible. And, B, I think anytime you put more human into it, the, the chance of the inaccuracy of that count goes up. Um, so in, in my mind, it would seem... That if you're hand counting ballots, and in in St. Charles County, we're a county of 400,000 people, uh, probably 200,000 of them are voters. If you're hand counting 200,000 ballots for a presidential election, we should get that results back in like February. And I think what you hit there is absolutely correct. So we use tabulators to go through and count all of our ballots. Those tabulators are not online. They're separate from it. And and our election director would probably be much more well-versed in speaking to the language on this. But the tabulators go through. They count it all. And then they have a lottery system to see which precincts we're going to hand count on top of that. Recently, last Friday, I toured the election authority and walked through all the steps of it. And I feel pretty good about it. I really do. And when we said, hey, let's go check precinct, and I'm not going to say which one. And we said, let's pull the receipt from the tabulator. It says this number of votes for this person, this number of votes for that person. And then we looked at the hand count, and they pretty much matched up. The hand count was actually over one, under one, and the third person was right on. So what does that tell you? There's human error. More accurate than the other one. And when you're doing crosshatches, you know, four across, or four down and one across for your five and moving through, you can make those errors. Is there a happy compromise? I think there is. I think if we use technology to show what goes on when we're going through the ballots and having live stream, I think that's an easy compromise so people can see the process. And I think that's the biggest problem. We're not showing people the process. Oh, let's live stream it when they bring it into the election authority and people can watch what's going on. 
So we're talking with Matt Swanson, St. Charles County Councilman in District 1. Matt, I need to take a break here real quick, but I want to talk to you on the other side of this break, if you can hang on. Um, what were some of the questions that people who attended tonight, what were the questions that they asked? And give me an idea of, of the sense of the crowd who was there, the way that they were leaning. It's at your service. My name is Mike Elam. Thanks for hanging out tonight on this St. Patrick's Day Eve I hope you're having a nice Guinness and you're enjoying At Your Service on KMOX. It's At Your Service on News Talk 1120 KMOX. My name is Mike Elam sitting in tonight. Um, talking with Matt Swanson, who held on with us. He's the St. Charles County Councilman for District 1. He's also a middle school uh, history teacher. So he's got a good perspective on Constitution and civics. Probably uh, knows a little more about that than is healthy. I'm just kidding. It's, it's, I appreciate you. I appreciate you hanging on tonight, man. So you attended the election integrity event that was hosted at the family arena tonight in St. Charles and kind of talked about the folks who were there and, and what they presented and the idea that they had wanted to find out a little bit more about the folks who attended. Tell me a little bit about the, the folks who were there. You said there were about 70 or 80 folks who showed up tonight. Uh, to, yeah. to take part in this. What kind of questions did they have for the event? The two presenters went in and they did a really good job talking about cybersecurity and everything else. And I think so we got a little distracted on questions about cybersecurity. Mm. And I don't know how much you know about cybersecurity and how easy it is to hack things, Mike, do you? I, I'm, I'm not a huge cybersecurity guy, no. Okay. And, and I have a little bit of a computer background. It's not that hard to hack into systems. It really, really isn't. And once you're given a window to get into it, anything, just something simple as somebody plugging a, a thumb drive, USB drive into your computer or into a network computer, you can access so much information by just kind of nosing around. And the reason I learned this, I'll be honest, this goes way back into the 1980s with the dial-up modems. Oh, yeah. And I actually hacked into Kellogg's cereal uh, company. Believe it or not, and um, <laughs> that explains Mark, the criminal uh, record. Now I'm getting in. I you know, Tom Cruise showed up, took his mask well, off. It was you. Well, I won't. I won't say his last name, but his mom was really mad at us because that's back when you had to pay long distance charges um, <laughs> on phone calls, and that's how we got busted. Okay. Sorry, Mama, whomever. Um, anyways, <laughs> with that, this has always been a part of it. And when we really look at it, a lot of the people, I think, were just very enlightened on how it works and how you can use the electricity within your house to boost signals. And so if somebody can plug into a system, how that works. So there was a lot of that basic, is your, your password actually really secure did and they, how to break into it? Did they ask questions about voting or just about cybersecurity? It was more about cybersecurity, on how can we prevent someone from hacking into the system. And also, the people who write the programs, and we've all heard the term backdoor when it refers to technology. Sure. That a lot of your programmers will put in a backdoor, so if the administrator of it, whoever your boss is, happens to delete a root file or anything else, they can go back into the boot uh, backdoor and put the root file back in. And that's where we were. There's, there was so much in the weeds of this. And then we got into chains and everything else. And should we have blockchains or not? And I'm not sure. I'm sure some of the listeners understand what blockchain is. I don't want to go into the weeds on that one. That is a system that, that's put in place to make sure everything is verified. 
But did you did you actually have an opportunity to get to more of how we make voting integrity better? I asked that exact question, which was in St. Charles County, can you tell me what we can do to make it better? And they danced around the question because they have never visited the St. Charles County Election Authority to find any of our weaknesses. So how were they going to actually... So I I guess the purpose tonight was just to talk about voting in general and voting integrity in general, because you got somebody from Florida, some from Alabama, but they have not actually checked out the St. Charles County voting system, but they were going to talk about how to make voting in St. Charles more secure, but they didn't really know how we do it. Is that, does that sound accurate? St. Louis County. Or Jefferson County, Franklin County, Lincoln County. They, they haven't, haven't visited, visited any of them. Okay. And they haven't seen it. And they haven't really talked to the election directors or any of their counterparts to figure out what's going on. And I think that was my biggest frustration as I was sitting up there and I asked those questions. They danced around it. They were very good. And these individuals, I will say this, were not paid. They come on their own dime to show up here and talk to us about how to make our elections better. I truly believe in their heart they want our elections more secure. Unfortunately, what we're doing in St. Charles County, they weren't able to specifically say this needs to be improved. And I was really hoping to get that tonight. Gotcha. Well, I, even if it was just, hey, we need better pencils, right? I, I think we, the I think the things that most people ask for when you look for uh, voter integrity and and how can you make an election more secure? One of the first things that they ask for is we need to have a paper ballot. Check. In St. Charles County, we have paper ballots. They say they don't want the equipment to be online, don't have access to these voting machines and to be able to hack them from online. Check. Those those machines that we have, the tabulators that we have, are not connected to online. So you can't get in to hack those. They've got to be online for you to be able to hack it. And it doesn't have a Wi-Fi signal with it, so you you can't even get there. So it sounds like, from the most part, of, of things that people want to make sure that their election is secure, would you say that most of the people would agree what we have in St. Charles County is about as good a system as you have? And that would have been a great thing if these two individuals would have done that due diligence to see what we have here and then talk about how we can improve. Now, with the computer programming systems, and they brought this up, is it possible that when we plug these machines in because it's through an electrical outlet that somebody with high-tech skills could go in there and make sure that Mike Elam gets an extra 300 votes to win his election? That is plausible. Is it likely? No. Um, <laughs> no, because because I didn't get those votes. I I I paid for them, and I did. It's a joke. I'm completely joking. I I, I would have gone for three thousand. Hey, Matt, I'm 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 up against a break here, and I'm going to run out of time. Um, but I appreciate you staying up with me tonight and uh, filling us in on that event. I know this was the first time that this event has happened at the Family Arena. Uh, I appreciate you and the other council members who uh, checked it out tonight and uh, for going there and being there. And I really appreciate you coming back with me and, and filling us in and just giving a, a good, educated, non-biased opinion on the event. Hey, can I, can I leave you with a nice toast for all of our Irish people out there? By all means. There's good ships and there's bad ships, and there's ships that sail the sea, 
but the best ships are friendships, for they will always be. Sounds like a guy, Mike. Sounds like a guy who frequents Friendship Brewery in Winsville. Oh, really? Did I just promote them? Hey, that is Matt Swanson. Matt, I appreciate you spending the time tonight. All right, buddy. Talk, Talk to you soon. Matt is the county councilman with me in St. Charles County at District 1. You know, election integrity is one of those things that everybody wants, and you should. You should have faith in your election. And if you don't, we need to do whatever we can to make it better. So it sounds like there was a a good try tonight uh, to try to get that done. We're going to wrap up the show here in just a little bit. My name is Mike Elam. This is At Your Service. Thanks for listening to News Talk 1120 KMOX. It is at your service on News Talk 1120 KMOX. My name is Mike Elam. Thanks for hanging out tonight. It's a little bit before 10 o'clock in the middle of America, and the NCAA tournament is going on, and there are all kinds of things that have already been happening that are blowing up brackets all over the place. And if Northern Kentucky beats Houston, I will completely have a blown bracket that will probably have no way to recover. But believe it or not, In the second half, it's actually tied, and that's possible. But if you're listening to me right now, you probably don't care at all. Otherwise, you would be watching it, right? Great words of wisdom. It's just fun to to kind of see how things are going. I'm a big SEC guy, and Tennessee is winning their game, but Texas A&M is losing to Penn State. If Texas A&M loses tonight... They will not only uh, blow up a couple of brackets of people in the studio right now, but um, they will also be the first SEC team to lose in the NCAA this year. Um, Tennessee is team number five, Texas A&M team number six, who have played so far from the SEC. So uh, I'm one of those homers that's like all SEC all the way. I'm a Razorback guy first, so I don't, I don't care who you are. If you're playing the Hogs, I hope you lose. Um, but beyond that, I really hope that SEC teams go all the way. I would love to end up with a final eight of SEC teams, of all eight teams that make it. Is that going to happen? No, that's not going to happen. But in the words of Jesse Jackson, keep hope alive, right? So um, I'm just hoping that something makes it through. So we'll see how that goes. Hope you have great St. Patrick's Day plans for tomorrow. There's a lot going on in the St. Louis area if, if you're around here. Uh, Dogtown, if you have never been to a St. Patrick's Parade in Dogtown, you need to go check it out. It is a fantastic time. And you can get down to the Dogtown Parade, and then you can head out to St. Charles, and you can do the St. Charles Parade. You could just make it a day of parades and a day of drinking, probably. So I would encourage you to make sure you have your Uber app all downloaded, fired up, and ready to go, because I guarantee you there's going to be some specials that are going to be offered tomorrow. So tie it to your American Express. You'll get even more points for drinking. I mean, driving. That's that's uh, that's how that's going to work. I'm excited to see how things are going to go. Thanks to Mike Summer for reminding me that not only is the St. Patrick's Day Parade in St. Charles starting at 4 o'clock tomorrow, but the festivities are free. So bring the family down. Enjoy. It's going to be crazy tomorrow. St. Patrick's Day on a Friday, the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. That is going to be a fantastic time. It is a great time to be in St. Louis, by the way. I know we talk about the crime that's going on in St. Louis and the region only growing by 1.9%. And a lot of times, 
Unfortunately, we get kind of gloom and doom about what's going on here at the Gateway to the West. However, it was a number of years ago, I'm going to say about 15 years ago, maybe longer, the Sporting News named St. Louis as the best sports city in America. I would submit to you that here we are all these years later, and yes, the Rams are gone, and some things have changed drastically about the city. However, I still think this is the best sports city in America. Am I a homer? Yeah. But still, I think the evidence is there. The Battlehawks won again. Sold out arena. Sold out the dome. Now, granted, when you say that, there's an asterisk because they do rope off some of the seats. They don't sell the full 70,000 seats. Although I'm starting to wonder if they may start putting a few more out there and opening up a few more seats. So the Battlehawks are doing great and people are showing up. City is doing fantastic for a brand new expansion soccer team. They are doing really, really well. And they are selling out. And you're getting a ton of people that are coming down to the games. Although St. Louis has just been waiting to prove that it is a soccer town. Everybody thinks we're a baseball city. And don't get me wrong, we are. But there is much more to us. The Blues, well... Maybe we, maybe we turn the page on the blues, right? It's one of those rebuilding type years. Everybody's going to have it. But yet attendance of the blues is still pretty good for a team that is definitely not having a record-setting year. And we are about just talking about kegs and eggs in the promo right before we came back. We are getting ready to kick off Cardinal baseball season. 30th is the home opener, correct? Yes, so the 30th is the home opener. Uh, Kegs and Eggs is going on. You can go to KMOX.com. You can buy your passes and come down and join us for that. If you have never been to an opening day celebration, you have got to come. You've got to get downtown and enjoy an opening day, especially if the weather is nice. You don't even have to go to the ball game. You don't even have to have a ticket to get into Bush Stadium. It's just a great time. I hope you get a chance to come down and enjoy opening day. Hope you get a chance to join us for kegs and eggs. But I also hope you have a fantastic St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. Uh, Be safe. Be careful. Thanks very much to John Weeman for joining us tonight. Thanks to Mark Hollander for joining us tonight as well. And, of course, for Matt Swanson for joining us. Uh, Thanks to Shawn Michael for spending some time with me and bailing me out a little bit earlier talking about what I think is probably the most amazing St. Patrick's Day memory of anybody that I've heard. That would be a really cool one. My name is Mike Elam. This is At Your Service. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you tonight. Enjoy your St. Patrick's Day, everybody. This is KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.